If it's trending, Amber and Tanner are going to trend, 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 trend it out on Froggy 92.9. Santa Rosa Police Chief Rainer Navarro is retiring after spending 30 years with the Santa Rosa Police Department. His retirement will be effective on May 2nd, and Chief Navarro's retirement is mostly motivated by wanting to spend more time with his family, including his two grandsons who are both under three years old. Aww. Well, Navarro, who was promoted to captain in 2015 and then named chief in 2019, has spent his entire law enforcement career with the Santa Rosa Police Department. Uh, He's 52 years old. He's actually the city's first Latinx chief and the third consecutive chief to be chosen from within the department. And when we first moved here, he was getting sworn in. So this is kind of surreal that he's already retiring. Absolutely. And every time we've had the opportunity to hang out with him, talk to him, he's been nothing but extremely nice. So excited for him and his next adventure in life. Guest appearances for NBC's Celebrating Betty White, America's Golden Girl special, have been announced. Thank you for being a friend. It'll air on Monday night at 10 p.m. and will be available to stream the next day on Peacock. So there are going to be special tributes from President Joe Biden, Drew Barrymore, Cher, Jimmy Fallon, Tina Fey, Jay Leno and the list goes on and on and on. And NBC says that there will be, quote, clips and never seen footage that best captures Betty's tone, spirit and impeccable comedic timing that are a hallmark of her decades long career. Again, celebrating Betty White, America's Golden Girl, will air on NBC Monday night at 10 p.m. That's awesome. I'll have to watch that. Uh, Dolly Parton, she's always told stories about her love of baking, and now she's actually sharing some of that passion with her fans. Baking nine to five. Dolly Parton's in the kitchen. Sorry, I had to. Uh, So she's teamed up with Duncan Hines to launch Dolly Southern Favorites. It's going to include like a variety of baking mixes and frostings inspired by... Parton family recipes. Uh, so there was like the Southern style coconut flavored cake mix that I'm really excited to try. There's a Southern style banana flavored cake mix with frostings and it's all going to hit the stores starting this March. And then starting on January 26th, while supplies last, there's going to be kits online for $40. And they include like these limited edition tea towels, spatulas, frostings, recipe cards, and even a special letter from Dolly, which you can get at shop.duncanhines.com. Amber and Tanner. Every morning. Mornings. Really good. They're so funny. Froggy 92.9. I got a little curious last night. So I got online and I checked the tickets for the Niners-Rams game that's set for Sunday. And as of last night, the cheapest ticket for the game was $588. I believe it. And while that may seem astronomical to someone like me, I, I know that people have paid more for sports events. And that is, okay, that is the cheapest. $600 is the cheapest ticket you can get for Sunday. Those are the tickets where you need binoculars to see anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, for example, I know that my fiance paid over $1,000 to see our alma mater, the University of Georgia, take on Alabama in the College National Championship back in 2018. And back then I was like, that's ridiculous. 
especially if they're going to lose. And he was like, how could you say that? We're not going to lose. We lost. Um, but Tanner, what is the most money you've paid to, a, to attend a sports event? I haven't been to a lot of sporting events in person, but the most I paid was Monday Night Football uh, at Levi Stadium. It was the 49ers against the Seahawks back in 2019. 300 bucks a ticket. A ticket? A ticket. And I paid for three tickets. How? Oh my gosh. Uh, credit did, card debt. Did you sell an <laughs> organ? Like, did you sell one of your limbs? I thought about it. I was like, who who needs all my teeth? I can get rid of I'm, some. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> well, um, that's pretty expensive, but yeah. we asked the same question on Instagram at Froggy92.9. So maybe there's some people out there that have spent more than you. Will from Santa Rosa said he spent $120 from a scalper back in 2005. I see, I even think that's a lot. But uh, Matt from Katati said the most I sold tickets for was $325 each for a USC game. And Garrett from Runner Park said spent $600 for a ticket to the 2014-2015 National Championship versus Oregon during his sophomore year. He said, quote, couldn't really afford it all, but I realized how rare of an opportunity it was to see your school win a natty in general. <laughs> even more rare to see it while in school. Even more rare to see it in person. Okay. Best $600 I've ever spent, and I do it 100 times over again. I wouldn't, Garrett. You wouldn't? <laughs> Not $600. Good morning, guys. That memory foam bamboo sheet kind of feeling. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. I was inside my old home yesterday for a kind of strange and unorthodox reason. So my W-2 for my taxes was sent to the wrong address. And it's my fault. I didn't update my address. And now I won't be able to get my taxes until April. And my taxes were sent to my old address, so I decided after work to drive over to my old apartment and knock on the door. Guy opened the door, and he told me that, yeah, he'd keep an eye out for, you know, my W-2 and all that, which I think is incredibly nice of someone to do. I felt guilty about that. But I did walk inside of my old home, and I'm not going to lie, I was extremely disappointed. Why? <laughs> because the the place is a complete dude haven now where my TV used to be. And Amber, you've been inside that apartment a lot of times before. Where my old TV used to be, there's like a pool table. There's not a couch anymore. It's just camping lawn chairs everywhere. And Ew. I don't know if I'm a jerk for saying this, but I'm a little disheartened by the fact that my old apartment that I put so much work in is now a complete dump. Well... It just depends on the person. Yeah. I mean, it's not like you own the place, so luckily... That's true. <laughs> it's not like you have to redo it or anything, which I feel bad for the owners because it sounds like they're going to have to like maybe probably pull up the carpet or oh, they repaint after this guy leaves. When he opened the door, there was like a waft of horrible air coming my way. And it's just a little strange when you walk into a place that used to be yours, you have all those memories that are in that space and stuff like that. And it just goes to show when you move on with your life, <laughs> your homes and stuff like that that have all those memories don't necessarily move on with you. Yeah, I totally understand where you're coming from. My grandma uh, owns a house that she used to live in still, and she rents it out. And we went over there once to like help the person that was renting it out with something. And I was yeah. like, can I look around? Is that weird? <laughs> and my grandma's like, I'm so sorry. She has like a lot of memories here because yeah. she grew up in this home. So I totally get it. It was just weird to see what she's done with the place. It's so bizarre and such a weird feeling. Have you ever seen an old home or maybe even an apartment after you moved out? Were you disappointed? 
give us a call. Amber and Tanner want to know what you think. Give them a call right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. Nobody has more Sonoma County on the radio than Froggy 92.9. A Tampa, Florida teacher recently had her sister mail her a snowman from Kentucky. What? Yeah, so <laughs> Robin Hughes asked for Frosty. <laughs> Just kidding. She asked for the snowman after she learned that uh, two of her kindergarten students had never seen snow. Uh, so Robin's sister was kind enough to actually pack the snowman in foil and ice packs, and she put him in, like, the styrofoam box. Now, UPS did deliver the snowman, and Robin said, hey, if he comes in a puddle, we're going to call him Puddles. But if he comes intact, we're going to call him Lucky because <laughs> he was so lucky to make it all the way to Florida. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look, everybody. It's Lucky. Oh, Isn't that the cutest thing you've ever heard? That is the cutest thing I've ever heard. That is the best idea I've ever heard. That's amazing. I want someone to send me snow. Those kids were so excited to see snow. Yeah. And growing up in, like, middle Georgia, I've never really, like, seen good snow, like, before. But that's one of the strangest things I've ever heard anyone sending in the mail. Uh, but Tanner, do you, did you ever get anything weird in the mail before? Maybe not like a snowman. But. Yeah, definitely not a snowman. I <laughs> wish someone would send me that. Uh, back in Washington, my brother and I would go on fishing trips together. And one time I bought worms in the mail, which isn't too uncommon, but I imagine for the postal like, worker. Like live worms? Yeah, like live worms. Okay. And the postal worker had like this box that said like live animals inside and stuff like that. And I thought like as a, a postal worker, that must be such a weird experience to like to deliver live animals in the mail, even if it's something as simple as worms. Right. That is pretty crazy. I, well, yeah, like people, people get animals sent in the mail all the time, Yeah, uh, which is crazy. But I, the weirdest thing I've ever got in the mail was like my dad sent every single goodie from a hometown bakery we have in the mail from Georgia to California. Those cookies were great. And uh, Yeah, he wanted to send some to you, too. He yeah. was like, make sure Tanner has the smiley face cookie. It made me want to go to Georgia <laughs> and have them in person. Well, we've got Tori from Petaluma on the line. Tori, what's the strangest thing you've ever got in the mail? So my dog, Axel, he received mail from an international business college. <laughs> um, they were asking... To see him personally, even though he's a dog. The letter said, we're excited to meet you and hopefully you can take a tour of our college. I ended up calling and they felt so embarrassed about it. They're awesome. Amber and Tanner. No one better. Froggy 92.9. It's wine o'clock somewhere, so pour yourself a glass. It's time to whine about it with Amber on Froggy 92.9. All right, so happy Friday with this silliness. But Minnie Mouse, cute little Mickey Mouse's friend, uh, she's updating her look. This iconic mouse is leaving behind her classic red and white polka dot dress for this little modern navy polka dot pantsuit from Stella McCartney. Now, the new look is to help Disneyland Paris celebrate its upcoming 30th anniversary this March. And the news over this dang pantsuit gave people something to talk about. Uh, even Maren Morris, she got in on the fun with a post on social media. She said, let Minnie Mouse wear a pantsuit. And she posted a couple of pictures of her in a pantsuit. 
But the comments were all over the place, and perhaps the biggest comment came from Candace Owens, who was on a primetime Fox show with Jesse Waters. They're taking all of these things that nobody was offended by. It's like they have to get rid of them and destroy them because they're bored. You know, they're absolutely bored. They're trying to destroy fabrics of our society, pretending that there's issues. So everybody looks over here. Look at Minnie Mouse. Don't look at inflation, Jesse. Look at Minnie Mouse. The world is going forward yep. because you've got her in a pantsuit. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I just don't see the issue. Uh, the pantsuit is really, really cute, and I'm absolutely tickled by it. Uh, and I, I just think Minnie Mouse embodies happiness and self-expression. And she's also, over the years, been extremely little fashionable, little fashionable animated mouse. And I'm just like, who cares if she's wearing a pantsuit for the 30th anniversary of Disneyland Paris? It, the pantsuit is so stinking cute, and I'm just having trouble seeing why people are all up in arms about it. Uh, but March also marks the start of Women's History Month, which is why, you know, this was inspired. It's the inspiration behind Minnie's new new fashion look. Uh, but what do you think? Are you with Candace Owens? Do you think, like, people are just out here trying to change things? Or do you like the cute little pantsuit for Minnie Mouse? Call right now. Got something to say? Call me up. You can get on the radio. Call Froggy 92.9 and tell Amber and Tanner in the morning right now. 636-1-HOP. 636-1467. This is Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. Headline in a haystack. Tanner reads headlines. Amber tells us which one is a lie. Because it's headline in a haystack. Three headlines. Amber has to identify which one is real. Her record for 2022 is five wins and four losses. All right, I got my pen. I got my paper ready to take down these crazy headlines you always throw at me. So are you feeling good? Are you feeling confident today? I wish I was, but I need more coffee, I think. Well, let's see if we can get headline in a haystack on board for the weekend. Here's headline number one. They're all very short headlines, by the way. Man blames wild deer for speeding. Headline number two, woman fired for spilling water. And headline number three, dog makes presidential campaign. Interesting. Could be any of them. Two animal related, one not. Mm, I'm going to go with woman fired for spilling water. That is not the headline in a haystack. Your record is now five and five. Would you like to take another stab at it? Uh, dog qualifies for presidential. <sighs> Dang it! That is not the headline in a haystack. I told you I wasn't feeling great this morning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Maybe we can get some coffee right after this. Mm. But a guy in Massachusetts was pulled over in November for going 40 miles an hour in a 30 miles per hour zone. He was in court on Thursday and argued that he wasn't going that fast. A deer must have run past the radar. But the judge didn't buy it and stuck him with a $105 fine. Headline in a haystack. You're listening to Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. So when have you had to help your partner with something embarrassing? My fiance's really been a husband in training this week. Yeah? Here to tell you why. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yesterday, I actually had to get him help with this chin hair that I had. (laughs) 
<laughs> Look, something happens to a woman when she turns 30 years old. Oh, yeah. I get this like one dark, thick, wild chin hair, and I just couldn't get it. So he plucked it for me. That's sweet. And then last night I was putting on self-tanner and there's a spot on my back where I just can't reach. And I was like, oh, come in here and help me. <laughs> and he like ran in and he was like, well, what is it? And I was like, I need you to put self-tanner on my back. He's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> no. So, like, all you have to do is put a mitt on, and then you put the self-tanner on, and you just rub it in a circle. Yeah, it just takes a couple seconds. It literally took two seconds, but he was just like, I can't believe I'm having to do this for you. And I'm like, this oh, is... come if, on. If this is the worst thing you've had to do in 10 years, you have nothing to complain yeah, about. Yeah, he's got it made I'm, when it comes to <laughs> relationships. I'm pretty self-sufficient, mostly, I would yeah. say. But, you know, I'm just like... This is not the most embarrassing thing you've had to do for me. Um, but Tanner, what is the most embarrassing thing maybe you've had to do for your partner or vice versa? My poor girlfriend. Uh, this is going to make me sound gross. I had some weird allergic reaction to something in my shampoo and my scalp completely broke out and it was like dandruff city. And she Ugh. had to go in with a very fine tooth comb and pick all of it out. Oh, and man. then put all this oil and stuff on it to have my head, uh, you know, heal. And in that moment, I was like, man, you must really love me right. to do that. <laughs> <laughs> when you love someone, those like little tiny things doesn't really seem to matter. You just care and you want them to be, you know, feel exactly. better. Exactly. I've never felt so loved in my life <laughs> than my girlfriend picking dandruff off my head. <laughs> so we asked on Facebook, facebook.com slash froggy929. When have you had to help your partner with something embarrassing? A lot of people are sharing their stories. Like Crystal from Sebastopol, she said, my now husband had to help me shower uh, to call poison control, then drive me to the ER when I grabbed nail glue instead of eye drops and glued my eyes shut. <gasps> oh, wow. My, that, I, I'm glad you're okay, Crystal. That it sounds like a nightmare. That sounds like a literal that is nightmare. Like the worst thing that could happen. Um, moving forward, Kate from Petaluma said, I had to pop a pimple on my husband's head. We both were dying laughing. <laughs> and Michelle from Santa Rosa said, You'll have a whole different perspective after a couple of decades together. Yeah, Michelle, talk to my fiance. Till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Amber and Tanner in the Morning present The Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Today on The Neighbor Dispute, we're going to talk to Kenny. Kenny's kid has a pet goldfish, and Barry Martindale's going to say that Kenny's landlord has an issue with it. Hello? Hi, is this Kenny? Yes, this is Kenny. My name is Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. I'm calling on behalf of your landlord. I understand there were some repairs uh, at your home and your landlord uh, was at your apartment and your landlord, he noticed a goldfish was at your house. Okay. He let me know that the goldfish was uh, one of your kids. Yeah, the, gold, the, gold, the goldfish uh, belongs to my, one of my kids. So the goldfish is actually against your... Uh, Apartments policy. There's not supposed to be any pets at your apartment whatsoever. I, I didn't know that. I understand that a fish is kind of strange, but I did talk to your landlord uh, about cutting a deal, but I need you to work with me here. So your kid can keep uh, her goldfish if it becomes an outside fish. What, 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 the, what the hell is an outside fish? So just take the what? tank from inside your home and put it outside by your front door. 
that 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 doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I've never heard of anything like that. You can take your fish on walks. It just cannot be inside the actual apartment. There's no way I'm putting the fish outside the apartment. Well, you're going to have to figure it out. We're just going to have to flush it. I don't know what to tell you. But what I'm telling you is that the fish cannot be inside that apartment. There's no way that you're going to flush my daughter's fish, and there's no way that I'm going to be putting it outside of my apartment. That is just ridiculous. doesn't make any sense whatsoever. What's your name again? Barry Martindale of Martindale and Johnson Attorney Services. What it sounds like, Kenny, is you want to be fined and possibly evicted from the premises. Well, you know what? I'll, I'll get my own attorney, and we'll see about that being evicted about a goldfish. You've been Martindale. My name is actually Tanner from Amber and Tanner in the Morning. You're on Froggy Night 2.9's Neighbor Dispute. Uh, this is not the way I wanted to start my day. <laughs> Listen to Amber and Tanner in the Morning every weekday at 7.55 for the Neighbor Dispute with Barry Martindale on Froggy 92.9. Minnie Mouse, Disney's Minnie Mouse, has updated her look. She's leaving behind her little red and white polka dotted dress, you know, the little classic dress she always wears, for this modern navy polka dotted pantsuit from Stella McCartney. Cartney, sorry. And the new look is to help Disneyland Paris celebrate its upcoming 30th anniversary in March. So the pantsuit that Minnie's wearing somehow, like, gave people something to really talk about. But <laughs> perhaps the biggest comment came from Candace Owens, who was a guest on Jesse Waters' new primetime Fox show. They're taking all of these things that nobody was offended by. It's like they have to get rid of them and destroy them because they're bored. You know, they're absolutely bored. They're trying to destroy fabrics of our society, pretending that there's issues. So everybody looks over here. Look at Minnie Mouse. Don't look at inflation, Jesse. Look at Minnie Mouse. The world is going forward because we've got her in a pantsuit. I just don't understand why Candace is upset because... It's to celebrate an anniversary. It's a really stinking cute little pantsuit on an animated mouth mouse. So I just don't see what the uproar is about. And I talked a little bit about this on Wine About yeah. It. But Tanner, I wanted to know what you thought about the pantsuit. Well, I don't understand why the pantsuit has become some sort of political thing. <laughs> like, maybe Minnie Mouse just wear, felt like wearing a pantsuit. I mean, when I wear a flannel, is that going to be a controversy? I guess I just don't understand where the underlying tone is coming from. <laughs> I mean, I think it's because it's also to celebrate Women's History Month, which is coming oh, up in gotcha. March. And that was like a huge inspiration behind the new fashion of Minnie Mouse. But it's just for a celebration. I mean, even Mara Morris said, let Minnie Mouse wear a pantsuit. I wear pantsuits all the time. Yeah. Like, you know. What's wrong with pantsuits? I, I don't know. Can someone <laughs> tell us what's wrong with pantsuits? We got Kathy from Runner Park on the line. Kathy, what are your thoughts on all this? They took her from a cute little girl to a housewife. I mean, I love Disney. I still sing the Disney songs. I yeah. love all the Disney princesses. I love Disney. But for crying out loud, this is for little girls, not housewives. Amber and Tanner, when song comes, till 10 a.m. weekdays. You guys just lift me every single morning. Froggy 92.9. Would you rather watch a big football game at home from the comfort of your own home, or would you like to celebrate it out at a bar or at a friend's house? So I used to be the type of person that enjoyed watching it at home, but I think I changed my mind. 
So the 49ers are taking on the Rams at SoFi Stadium in L.A. this weekend. It's about a 50-50 shot. Who's going to win? Go Niners! Go Niners. But I used to be a lone wolf when I watch football. I like to stay at my house. You know, I'm not really that loud of a cheerer. But being in public, I am hooting, I am hollering, I am yelling, all that stuff. Yeah, it's like a herd mentality. Totally. Kind of. Because when I'm at my house, I like to analyze the game. I'm almost like a coach. Like like writing notes. I'll get up from my couch and like put my hands on my knees, start chewing gum. I'm like, well, they shouldn't be in cover two right now. That's messed up. (laughs) And it's just a lot more fun for me to go out in Sonoma County and watch a game in person. Sure. Yeah. I mean, personally, I like to be at home so I can go to the bathroom whenever I want to. That's a good point. (laughs) And, like, if I want more (laughs) snacks, I can just go to my kitchen. Yeah. Uh, Plus, I'm not, like, a huge football watcher. I don't understand the rules of the game. So I can at least be on my phone and I won't be disrespectful, (laughs) you know? Yeah, I don't know. I just used to be... So so much more antisocial, and I think I'm really changing that this year. And I, you know, we we're at Bear, Beer Baron last week, and it was just so fun to be around people. It's something I haven't experienced yeah. in a long time. So, uh, asking about your preferred football environment, getting a lot of great responses on our Froggy Facebook page. Uh, JR from Petaluma says that they like to be at home with a charcuterie cheese board. And Emily from Santa Rosa <laughs> said epicenter. David from Hunter Park says Hooters. Amber and Tanner in the morning. Froggy 92.9. It's the Amber Showdown. Colleen from Cloverdale, are you ready to compete against Amber in the Amber Showdown? Absolutely, let's go. Colleen, this is how it works. I'm going to ask you five rapid-fire questions. Amber will be outside the studio, so she can't hear them. Once you're done, Colleen, we're going to bring Amber back into the studio and see how the two of you score. All right. You want to talk some smack to Amber for a half a point bonus? Absolutely. Amber, get going, girl. You're going down. Woo! (laughs) (laughs) Amber's running out of the studio as we speak. Half a point bonus rewarded. Colleen, here's question number one. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is developing a humanoid robot that is similar to the ones that were in the movie iRobot. Which actor stars in the movie iRobot? I'll give you next. Here's question number two. The cheapest ticket for Sunday's Niners-Rams game was $588 as of last night. Which city are the Rams located in? Yes, Los Angeles. That is correct. Here's question number three. Eric Church is opening a six-story bar in Nashville. What is Eric Church's nickname? Oh, my gosh. Where did that go? I don't know. That's okay. I'll give you next. Here's question number four. Chris Stapleton says that he didn't listen to country music when he was in school. Finish the Chris Stapleton lyric. You're as smooth as... As Tennessee whiskey. That is correct. And here's question number five. Pete Davidson has been house hunting in Los Angeles because he is dating Kim Kardashian. Pete is a star in Saturday Night Live. Where does SNL do their show? New York City. That is correct. I'm going to bring Amber back in. Amber Colleen from Cloverdale got three out of five today. Pretty good, Colleen. You must be feeling pretty good this morning. I don't know. They're tough, Amber. All right. <laughs> Amber, here's question number one. Tesla CEO Elon Musk is developing a humanoid robot that is similar to the ones that were in the movie iRobot. Which actor stars in the movie iRobot? Will Smith? That is correct. Colleen from Cloverdale got oh. that incorrect. Amber, you're up one to zero. Question number two, the cheapest ticket for Sunday's Niners-Rams game was $588 as of last night. Which city are the Rams located in? L.A. 
That is correct. Colleen also got that correct. Amber, you're up two to one. Here's question number three. Eric Church is opening a six-story bar in Nashville. What is Eric Church's nickname? The Chief. That is correct. Colleen got that incorrect. Amber, you're up <laughs> three to one. Here's question number four. Chris Stapleton told CBS that he didn't listen to country music when he was in school. Finish the lyric. You're as smooth as... Tennessee whiskey. That is correct. Colleen also got that correct. The score is Amber. You're up four to two. And here's question number five. Pete Davidson has been house hunting in Los Angeles because he is dating Kim Kardashian. Pete is a star in Saturday Night Live. Where does SNL do their show? New York City. That is correct. A perfect five out of five for Amber compared to Colleen's three out of five. Colleen, so sorry you are not the champion of the Amber Showdown. That's all right. (laughs) But you did such a good job and we love you so much. We're still giving you tickets to see Thomas Rhett. That is awesome. Thank you. Tickets are on sale this morning at 10 a.m. But Colleen, you did lose. You got to say the phrase. I am not wicked smarter than Amber. But you're going to see Thomas Rhett at the Shoreline Amphitheater on August 25th, thanks to which morning show? Amber and Tanner in the morning on Froggy 92.9. And it's a great day to be alive. Every Friday we do this. To air out our grievances for the week, we're going to wash off all those sins, get ourselves baptized for the weekend to the sweet sounds of Mr. Travis Tritt. And it's a great day to be alive. Right, Tanner, get us, get us started this week. So my girlfriend's car has been in the shop, and we are down to one car in the household, and I've been stranded at work at least three times this week. And it's a great Branded at work. <laughs> Took a little nap on the couch the other day. It was actually quite pleasant. <laughs> well, uh, something must be wrong with uh, the hot water heater in our apartment building. I don't know what's going on, but I had to take a cold shower this morning, and it was miserable. And it's a great day to be alive. Better for the environment, I guess, though. Yeah, and it's supposed to like make you feel better in the morning, according to some studies, but it doesn't make you feel better in the moment. It made me cry. <laughs> So my neighbors have been doing construction in their apartment from noon to 9 p.m. every single night, and it's driving me insane. And it's a great day to be alive. They've got a hammer, and they're specifically just banging on your wall. Yeah, it's it's seriously, <laughs> it sounds like someone is just causing a ruckus guess- in my bathroom all the time. <laughs> um, so I spent an hour or so putting on some self-tanner last night, trying to get a nice little glow for my birthday weekend. And then my fiance told me, you look great when you're pale. You shouldn't do self-tanner. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. I mean, it's kind of sweet. I don't know. I think he just doesn't like the way it smells. Oh. <laughs> So my W-2 was sent to my old address, to my old apartment, and I'm kind of freaking out because it has my social security number on it. And it's a great day to be alive. Uh Well, I know if my identity is stolen, I know the culprit. Yep. (laughs) Or at least I think I do. I don't know. (laughs) It's not your cousin with the same exact name as you. Anyway, um, (laughs) I just spilled... (laughs) coffee creamer all over the floor in our office. It took 20 minutes to try to clean it up and it's still there. <laughs> and it's a great day to be alive. <laughs> Smells like creamy mocha creamer. <laughs> I don't know. By the way, if you want to look at the aftermath of that, head to our Instagram right now at oh, Amber great. and Tanner in the morning. Yep, it's thanks, on an Instagram. Thanks a lot. Yeah, no problem. And it's a great day to be alive.
Crows. Amber and Tanner on Froggy 92.9, Sonoma County's number one for today's country.